Wednesday in St. Louis. If the Tigers lose, it's all over here this afternoon. Brock the hitter, they play him straight away. Downward, three steps, four steps in front of the bag at third. The wind up, and here comes the first pitch of the ball game. It is a little bit high, ball one. It will be Brock, Javier, and Flood here in the Cardinal first. And the second pitch of the ball game yesterday, Brock Homer. Here comes the second pitch of the ball game today. Swung on and a shot into the left field corner. That'll be an extra base hit for Brock. He'll get two as Willie Horton fields the ball. It's a leadoff double and the ninth hit of the series for Brock, who's hitting over 500. Jack, one thing that I've noticed about Brock, most of the balls he's hit and he's hit hard, it's been up. And I was almost certain that Lolich would not get him a high ball, but that's where that pitch was, a fastball high and inside. Brock went the opposite way, and what a series he is having. This is the kind of a situation for the Cardinals where Red Chaney's will give Brock the only sign that he gives him with regard to base running, and that is not to steal. Well, it'll be interesting to watch and see if Javier, who can handle the bat, he will be trying to go into right field to get Brock to third base, or Flood, who can score him from third with a fly ball. Javier has six hits in the series and drove in two runs against Lowick in the ball game, rather in the opening game against McLean. Strike call at the letters to Javier. Doug Harvey, the plate umpire. Lowlich got behind Brock and lost him when Lou doubled into the left field corner, and now Mickey is in front of Javier. Don Ward at third is even with the bag. So is Norm Cash at first base. There's hitting room between Cash and the first base foul line. Outfield playing Javier straight away. Short lead by Brock. Dances off, not going. Javier fouls it, strike two. Here we have him watch Brock play for a few years. And watching the lead he takes in his actions at second base, he is not in a stealing situation now. No, he isn't, Jack. And Lou does not steal third too often. He never attempts to steal home. This is by his own admission. What he is strong at is stealing second base. And you've noticed, I'm sure that you've seen him practically his whole career, he gets a terrific jump off the first base. Not too big down at second base. Of course, Stanley is holding real close. The shortstop is right up in back of him. Javier, the batter, with a no-ball, two-strike count, and Lolich could use the strikeout to keep the runner at second. Stanley in behind the runner. The pitch is made, and a ground ball towards short. Stanley up with a big hop and a long throw, and he is out at first base. Brock stays at second. Lolich almost put Stanley under the gun. Stanley was in behind the runner. Brock trying to keep him close, and Mickey was just going back to his position when Lolich made the pitch, but fortunately for Mickey Stanley, Javier hit the ball right to him on a big hop. I think Javier noticed Mickey Stanley was in back of Brock, and he tried to pull the ball. Ordinarily, he may go to right field, and Stanley made a fine play getting back over there in time to feel that ground ball. Flood is the hitter. That was a big out. And Javier failed to advance Brock, and now Brock might be in a stealing situation. We're watching for you. He's at second with one out. The pitch to Kurt Flood. On the way, Brock's running. The pitch swung out. Fly ball's going to drop for a base hit, and Brock is going to score. And Flood is driven home. Lou Brock from second base, and it's one to nothing Cardinals. Flood going the other way. Hit the ball not too well off the end of the bat, but well in front of our K-line, and it's one to nothing Cardinals. Well, I think one of the things that Brock does, because we've talked about it every time we see the Cardinals, and also in the last two series I've been in, Lowledge, I don't think, 
paying so much attention to Brock can concentrate on where he's going to throw the pitch. And this is a big asset to the hitter up there. And he also gets that fastball so he can get the ball to the catch a little faster. The foul following Brock very seldom gets a curveball. It brings up Cepeda with flood at first. There's one out. The left-hander pitches and Cepeda swings and grounds it foul past third base, strike one. The base hit by Flood was his sixth hit of the series, and his second run batted in. Cepeda has four hits in the ball classic. Outfield deep to the left for him. The Tiger infield looking for the double play ball to end the Cardinal first. The ball game just started. Brock started with a double. Javier grounded out and Flood singled Brock Hall. The pitch coming to Cepeda. It's a little bit inside with a fastball, one and one. When Mullich defeated the Cardinals last Thursday, the Cardinal hitters were very impressed with his slider primarily, and they said he got better as he went along. And not just because he beat them, but they liked his pitching style and admired him. 17-game winner during the year. The pitch is made. Instead, the first base will throw and flood his back. Flood has stolen one base in this series. Cash holding against the runner. There's hitting room for the right side, but Cepeda usually pulls the ball. The pitch coming, swung on and missed. A high fastball, and Mola catch something on that one. He's out in front of Cepeda, one and two. Cepeda's home run in the series came in Detroit. Don Ward at third base, rather deep behind the bag. But at first with one out. On the way to Cepeda. It's a little bit outside and it's two and two. Mickey thought he had that one and Bill Freehan held the ball in position for Doug Hyde to see but didn't get the call. Two balls, two strikes. The Tiger lefty is ready again. Steps off the rubber as Flood took a dancing lead off first base. cloudy day here in Detroit. Sun at the moment behind the clouds. Temperature in the 60s. Breeze blowing toward right. Lead by flood. The 2-2 pitch from Lovitz to Cepeda. Curve foul back. Cepeda was trying to go the other way with a curveball that was up and away. The on-deck circle is Mike Shannon. Nelson Bryles will be the Cardinal pitcher in this game. He now has one run with which to work. back with three days rest. Checks the runner. And now pitches. Flood's running. The pitch inside the throw by Freehan. He's safe. The throw is in the dirt. Flood steals his second base of the series. The pitch was low and inside and a tough one for Freehan to handle. Yes, it was, Jack. Bill Freehan has not thrown well in this series, but I will say one thing in his defense. Seems like every time that runner goes, it seems like it's into the hitter, and that is a tough ball to throw. Dick McAuliffe handled that throw, and Flood was right on top of him, and Dick is swinging his left arm as though it might have been jammed a bit as a result of the action at second where Flood was declared safe. A 3-2 count on Cepeda, now the immediate prospects of a double play have diminished for Detroit. Flood at second with one out. And a 3-2 count on Cepeda. Rolich from the belt. Pitches. 
Curve, long fly ball to left field, high in the air, Horton back, it might be gone. Home run, Cepeda. as he hit a towering fly ball into left that barely made it beyond the 365 mark. Scoring flood ahead of him and second home run of the series for Cepeda. And it's a three to nothing ball game and the batter is Mike Shannon. The Detroit Tiger bullpen stirs. Shannon takes the ball high. Brock, flood, and Cepeda cross the plate and Bryles now has a three-run lead with which to work. And if the Tigers are going to win this one, it appears it'll have to be in a slugfest. Another ball to Shannon, ball two. Fred Lasher, a right-hander, submarine-type pitcher, warming up in the Tiger bullpen. This is one of the few ballparks in the major leagues where that ball, Cepeda hit, would have been a homer. Lolich delivers to Shannon on 2-0, and, oh, and he swings and misses as Lolich threw him a breaking ball. Two balls and a strike. A homer by Cepeda barely made it, Pee-wee. Yes, he did. That ball was hit high. It was hit pretty hard, but the wind blowing kind of in from left field out toward right field did not help that ball at all. It may have been in the upper deck that wind had been blown out. The next one is Shannon. Swung on, and a high fly ball will be caught by Jim Norfolk from center field. He has it for the second out. Shannon flying to center. He brings up McCarver with two out, and the base is empty. Casey just joined us. In the very first inning, Rock started the game with a double into the left field corner on the second pitch. Stayed at second as Javier was thrown out by Stanley at short. Scored on a base hit to right by Flood, who then stole second. Cepeda on a 3-2 count, homered. It's 3-0. Shannon has just flied out to center, and McCarver, who has six hits in the series, faces the left-hander, Nicky Lowick. McCarver, a left-handed batter, swings and misses, strike one. fans will be rooting their boys on when they come to bat for the first time and they'll need some runs it's three nothing now cardinals the pitch and mccarver swings and misses again strike two fred lasher and the tiger bullpen outfield straight away bunched towards center for mccarver they give him the corner in right field he takes strike three called he knew it he's out of there the cardinals Score three at the end of one half inning. St. Louis three and Detroit coming to bat. Here we in this uh, first inning when Bryles is throwing. Hope that you keep your well-experienced baseball eye on his stuff to try to indicate whether he has it or not. I certainly will, Jack. And I also notice on Mickey Lowlich. After Lowlich had gotten rid of both Brock and Flood off the bases after Cepeda hit that home run, to me like he was a different pitcher. He didn't have to worry about the base runners, and he's looked real good, real sharp against Shannon and McCarver. Maybe the thing that they have to do if Brock and Flood get on there, just forget about him. Try to pitch your ball game. Tony Cuccinello coaches at third, and Wally Moses at first for the Tigers. The Cardinal lineup defensively, a battery of Browns and McCarver, Shannon at third, Maxville short, Javier at second, Cepeda at first, Brock and left, Flood in center. And Ron Davis in right, and Dick McAuliffe leads off. He has five hits in the series. A left-handed batter, and he swings and misses. 
as Bryles, the right-hander, comes in with his first pitch of the game. It will be McAuliffe, Stanley, and Keyline. Keyline has the most hits of any of the Tigers with six. McAuliffe has five, and he's driven in three runs. And the crowd comes to life here at Tiger Stadium. Here's the pitch. Swung on, popped up, right center field, flood coming in. Glasses down, glove up, makes the catch for the first out. McAuliffe flied to flood in center. He brings up Mickey Stanley, the Tiger shortstop. He's a right-handed batter with three hits in the series. The Tigers just lost a psychological edge when that leadoff man gets on after the other team scores three big ones. It sort of peps things up, but Browse got the first one, a very important out. It makes it tough for the Tigers, too, when you have to play catch-up baseball. You get behind three to nothing, it's hard to do anything. Stanley swings, chased a high pitch, and a high fly ball to right center will be caught by Flood. Shielding his eyes again, he makes the catch for the out. Two gone. Looked like Stanley chased one that was up and away, and he becomes the second out, and Bryles has made only three pitches. The batter is Al Kaline, and listen to the crowd. A big Tiger favorite. Two bats with the bases empty. Two out in the first inning, and the Cardinals leading three to nothing. K-line, six out of 17, takes a, power, a ball high. He has one homer and two RBI. Playing in his, work, his first World Series ever. And doing well. They play him to pull. Here's the pitch. Swung on, fouled back, and out of play. Evens the count at one and one. Jack, you told me, and everyone else has told me, that Nelson Browse is a low-ball pitcher. He likes to keep the ball down, as we noticed McCarver keeping that target down. But of the five pitches he's made, he has two outs. But I don't think he's got a ball below the belt yet. The next one to K-line is a strike called outside corner. Riles is a fastball, curveball pitcher. He doesn't throw a slider, and he seldom changes speeds. And he depends on sharpness of control to see him through a ball game. Strong, and when he has his stuff, he can go the distance. He had 13 complete games this year. Kaline swings and fouls it back. Has a pretty good fastball. It was almost by him, two and two. Yes, it was. You could see the position of Kaline's bat. He was definitely not out in front of that ball. If he hit it solid, he hit it about 30 feet foul. One ball, two strikes to count. Two out, the base is empty. Riles delivers, and now Kaline fouls another one, and he was fooled again by that fastball. Yes, he was. Riles, as I said, hasn't thrown too many balls down, but he definitely has his fastball. Blake Kaline stepped out of the batter's box, gets back in, and waits. McCarver down, giving the sign. They play Kaline about straight away with Ron Davis straight away in right. Curveball and a swing and a miss, and Kaline down on strikes. The Tigers down in order. At the end of one inning, St. Louis three and Detroit nothing. Jack Brock would go in the top half of the second inning. The Cardinals scored three runs in their first inning. They're back up the bat again, and Ron Davis is the first hitter. Jack Buck. Mickey Lowitz, the left-hander on the mound. Davis, the right-handed batter. 0 for 4 in the series. Takes a breaking ball, a slider in there, and a called strike. It'll be the bottom three in the Cardinal batting order. Davis, Maxwell, and Bryles. out in front of the leadoff hitter here in the second inning comes to the plate again and a bouncing ball to the pitcher Lolich has it slips but throws he's out one gone 
Pollard slipped a bit as he started to get rid of the ball, nonetheless made a good throw to first base and got Davis for the first out in the second inning. Had the ball gotten by the pitcher, might have been trouble throwing out Davis, who can run, but there's one gone. The batter is Maxville, 0 for 13. Teammates kidding him. And Maxville says, well, it doesn't matter as long as we win, and then he starts to cry. <laughs> He's at the plate with one out. He takes a fastball low, ball one. Maxwell is 0 for 13. Batted 252 during the season, a right-handed batter. They play him in a step in the outfield and straight away. The pitch coming, swung on, popped up. That'll be the second out. Mickey Stanley, the sure-handed shortstop of the Tigers, comes in, glances down, makes the catch for the second out. Two gone. And Nelson Bryles comes to the plate with the bases empty. Lolich is now retired four in a row after the first inning damage. A double by Brock, a single by Flood for one run, a two-run homer by Cepeda to make it three to nothing, which it now is. Two quick outs here in the second inning, and Bryles, the hitter, gets an occasional hit. Never has had a major league homer. They play for him about as they played for Maxville. The first pitch, a swing and a miss, strike one. And Lolich is throwing better now than he did in the first. Nobody on the pitch. Breaking ball, low inside, ball one. Last Thursday, Lolich hit a home run off of Bryles in the ball game in St. Louis. Bryles would like, like to return the compliment. The 1-1 coming, up and away, ball two. Capacity crowd again, 53,000 plus. Sunny day in Detroit. The next delivery. Riles takes a low fastball, three and one. And Lolich is in danger of committing the biggest sin in baseball, that of walking the pitcher. Three balls and a strike. If he loses him, it'll bring up Brock. The three-one pitch is coming, and Riles takes strike called inside edge. Three and two. the plate umpire with somewhat delayed call on the strike. And the crowd got a kick out of the way he bellowed strike. Three and two it is. And here it comes and a foul off the mask of the catcher free hand. The old Schultz coaching at third for St. Louis. Dick Sisler at first. Lolich got rid of Davis and Maxville, and he's three and two on Bryles. Andy pitches. Andy struck him out swinging. The inning is over. The Cardinals down in order. Lolich retired five in a row at the end of an inning and a half. St. Louis three and Detroit nothing. Jack Butler going in the bottom half of the second inning. The Cardinals scored three runs on three hits in the first inning. They laid by a score of three to nothing. Their first hitter for the Tigers will be Norm Cash. Then Willie Harton and Jim Northup as the fans come to life here. Jack. Tigers went down in order in the first inning, and Norm Cash is at the plate. He hit a home run off of Bryles last Thursday. He has one homer, one RBI, strong left-handed batter. Bryles, the right-hander, delivers. Breaking ball in there, a called strike one. Bryles is a pitcher who employs the no-wind-up style. He just presents the ball out in front of him in both hands. Without winding up, comes to the plate. 
Delivers again and a foul on a high fastball, and that is strike two. It will be Cash, Horton, and Northrop in the inning. Three runs is not the kind of a lead that will bury the Tigers. They've got some hitters. Better believe they have. They can, especially in this ballpark, they're very dangerous, and this ball game will not be over till the ninth inning. Browse looks real sharp. Now he's getting that curveball over, and this is what he has to do. On 0-2, a shot to right. Now the run is Davis, and making up against. It's an extra base hit for Cash. Blood holds into a single with a great fielding play in right center field. As Cash missed a home run by about three feet near the 370 mark. Blood got a perfect rebound and got it back to Javier. Cash trailing by three runs. Wisely held up at first, and the batter is Willie Horton and listen to the crowd. What impressed me is the way that Ron Davis and Kurt Flood surrounded that ball. Davis had it, it came off straight back, and Flood was right there to take it on that good hop. And it was really something as hard as that ball was hit the whole cash for a single. Willie Horton, who also hit a home run off of Bryles last Thursday, is at the plate. Outfield deep and around to the left. The pitch coming, swung on, smash, Shannon, great stop, might be a double play. Out at second and out at first, a double play, 5-4-3. Shannon, Javier, and Cepeda with Shannon feeling the ball on one half, and you knew that if he gloved it, well, Horton was dead. Well, there it is. We talk about the speed and the pitching, and we also mention defense. This is one thing that the Cardinals do not do. They have a great defensive ball club. They do not give a club four outs in an inning. You just saw right there a great play by Shannon. He backhanded that ball and farted to Javier, and Javier had something on it, a real quick double play. And the leadoff single by Norm Cash is erased. Jim Northrup, the left-handed batter, has to hit with the bases empty and two out in the second inning, and the Cardinals leading 3-0. Cardinals three runs in the first. Tigers just got their first hit. The pitch from Browns to Northrup is a curve, and it stays outside ball one. Northrop has a home run. He picked that up yesterday and the only for the only Tiger marker in the ballgame. Pitch coming to him. It's low ball, too. Northrop has two out of 16 in the series. 21 home runs during the year and 90 runs batted in. Grand slams being his specialty. On 2-0, and all, he swings and bounces it back to the mound. Cepeda, late covering, takes the toss, but out, and the inning is over. Both went for the ball, so Beta finally had to cover and take the toss from Riles. No runs, one hit. No errors and nobody left at the end of two. St. Louis three, Detroit nothing. We pause 30 seconds for station identification. Cardinal third, the first pitch from Lulich to Lou Brock was a ball low and away. The next pitch to the Cardinal left fielder is low and away again, ball two. Brock, who doubled and scored in the first inning, and has nine out of 17 in the series. Leading off in the third, to be followed by Javier and Flood. Cardinals lead the Tigers 3-0. Cardinals three hits, the Tigers one. The 2-0 delivery. A strike call, a fastball at the knees, 2-1. Brock, who has stolen seven bases in the series to tie his own series record, Waits for the Lulich delivery. It's coming. It's low. It's ball three. It's three and one. Jack, you can definitely see that Mayo Smith or someone has told Lulich to keep the ball down on 
Lou Brock. The first two pitches were curveballs outside. Then the last two fastballs were low, definitely low. On three and one, the pitch. Swing and a miss, a good fastball. Three and two. Brock doubled him to the left field corner his first time up. As a result, the Tigers are playing him that way, despite the fact he's a left-handed batter. Three and two. Lolich has retired five in a row. He works, and Brock swings, and a fly ball to deep left down the line. Horton into the corner. It might be foul ball. Foul ball. Still three and two. Brock hit it off the end of the bat. It was tailing. Horton chased it for all he was worth, but it was back about two rows in the left field corner and about five feet off the foul line. Well, Mickey Lolich got that one down, but Brock got a piece of it. One thing about keeping the ball down on Brock, he will occasionally get that ball into the dirt around home plate, which is hard. If he hits a high hopper to the third baseman, you can just forget about it. Word at third base, even with a 3-2 count, is about a half step in front of the bag. Three and two. Lulich to Brock once more. Swung on, a shot foul into the left field seats as Brock goes with him again. This is one thing where Brock has a great advantage. Even though, as you call out, with a count of three and two on Brock, Wirt is a couple of steps in the in front of the bag at third base. And the way he can hit that ball down to left field, it makes it tough on the third baseman. Brock deep in the batter's box. Here comes the next one. And a shot up the middle. That's a base hit. McAuliffe can't get to it. Northrop up with the ball, and Brock is on with a leadoff single, and we'll watch him for you. Brock has two hits in this game, and he's 10 out of 18 in the series. Well, I don't think there's any doubt in my mind. Since Lowley's said something about Brock stealing a base, you can watch the jump, or we can see the jump. He gets off even a good left-handed pitcher has got a good move to first base. He will be going the first opportunity he has. You can bet on that. The batter is Javier. Cash is holding against Brock. The Tiger bullpen is busy again with Fred Lasher. Brock a lead. The pitch swung on and fouled by Javier. Uli grounded out to short his first time up. Fred Lasher in the Detroit bullpen. He's joined by yet another hurler. Don McMahon is two right-handers are now warming up. who did not throw over to try to get Brock gets a sign from freehand. They can afford to pitch out now. There goes Brock. They pitch out. There's the throw. He is out of second. You can see they didn't even throw over there at the first time and letting Brock get his jump. Javier hits one off the end of the bat to Stanley. Up with the ball to throw the first two out. I would like to say I think that's the first time that Freehand 
has gotten a good pitch out with something on it the first time he's had a real good shot at Brock, and he got it. And, of course, when you're going to pitch out, you don't want to throw to first, and when you're going to pitch out, you want the runner to go. Right. And they nail Brock. That's the second time he's been thrown out stealing. The other was on the 3-2 pitch when he was going and thrown out at third. Now Flood, with the bases empty, takes the ball low. There are two out here in the third inning. The Cardinals lead 3 to nothing. And we've already had early excitement here at Tiger Stadium. Lulich delivers again, and it goes high to Flood, who drove in the first run of the game with a single to right, and it's ball two. Cardinals have three runs, four hits. Brock has two of them. The Tigers, no runs, one hit, as Cash singled in the second. Kurt Flood takes a strike call. Two and one. Scoreboard operator did a little umpiring. He put up ball three. He was wrong. Now we've got one coming to us. It's two and one. The next delivery to Kurt Flood. Curve. Swing and a miss. Trying to go to right. Two and two. Lulich throws a fastball curve and slider. And of his breaking pitches, his slider is the better of the two. 2-2 count on Flood. So painting in the on-deck circle, but there are two out. Lolich delivers, and a fastball goes low. He was shaking his head even as he was winding up, Pee Wee, trying to distract the hitter. As if he was shaking off the sign, and then he started his windup. I would say just about this stage of the game, Jack, they'll be trying everything to upset the hitters of the Cardinals. A 3-2 count. Kurt Flood swings, fouls at upper deck off to the right. Souvenir for one of the fans here at this fifth game of the World Series. Cardinals leading 3-0, third inning. It'll be the bottom three in the Tiger batting order in the third. Flood waiting. The pitch on the way. A bouncing ball to third. Work has it with one hand and throws him out. Nothing going in the Cardinal third. One hit, the man out stealing at the end of two half innings. St. Louis three, Detroit nothing. Tiger third, Bill Freehand, 0 for 12. And he surely has his supporters here in Detroit. One of the more popular Detroit ball players. They'd love to see him get a hit for his own good and also to try to start something in the Tiger third. St. Louis leads 3-0. He faces a right-hander, Nelson Bryles, who's allowed one hit in two innings. There's a long fly ball in the left. Brock back near the wall. It might be caught by Brock, and it is caught by Brock. The wind brought that one back, Pee-wee. Yes, it did. That was the best cut I've seen Bill Freehand have. And if that ball had not been so high, I believe it had been into the stand. Brock went right back to the wall, which you should do on a ball like that in case it's close to the wall and had to come back in a couple of steps. The freehander had a real good cut at that ball. Here's Don Wirt, who is one for eight in the series. Eight is the number he wears on his back. Right-handed batter. Right-handed batter. They play him straight away and in a step in the outfield. First pitch was a good fastball, but went low from Bryles. I'll say a good fastball. He had something on it. Ball one. Two steps behind the bag at third. The pitch and Don leans back from ball two. 
given down in order in the first. Cash singled in the second, was erased in a double play. And freehand fly to left to start this third inning. On two and all, Wirt takes ball three. Bryles falls behind the number eight hitter with a three-nothing count despite a three-run lead. One out, the base is empty. get their second runner of the afternoon. It brings up Mickey Lulich who hit a home run Thursday against Nelson Bryles. He throws left, he bats right, and the fans would like to see him repeat. Ward on at first base, one out. He won't be going anywhere with the Tigers down by three. Bryles issued only 55 walks during the year, less than two per ball game. the runner. The pitch coming. Low ball one. Shannon was charging in half expecting a bunt. That's five straight bad pitches thrown by Bryles. Who's going to be spoken to now by McIver with Cepeda refereeing. Well, this is one thing I was talking about after the Cardinals came up with those three big runs in the first inning. Ordinarily now, although there is one out and Lola is up there, I know he got two hits over in, in uh, St. Louis. He got a home run and a single. But ordinarily they would having bunning, but now trailing three to nothing, he may be hitting away. Ball one is the count. There's one out with Don Word on at first base. We're in the Tiger third, and the Cardinals lead three nothing. Short lead by Wirt. Riles delivers, and it's a ball inside. Ball two, six straight bad pitches by the Cardinal right-hander. Two and all on the pitcher Lulich. Now the air in a few steps to call something to mound to Nelson Bryles. Lulich had a look at Tony Cuccinello coaching a third. He very likely will be taking. Dick McAuliffe waiting to hit next. The 2-0 pitch on the way. Stu right call, 2-1. Two balls and a strike. Now Lulich will be swinging if it's in there. Word on at first base with one out. Riles has the sign. Riles pitches, and it's a strike call at the knees, two and two. McIver dropped the ball, but got the call nonetheless, two and two. The fans blew the call, but it looked like a real good pitch, baby. You know, a lot of times you'll wonder, the fans will wonder what a catcher can go out and say to a pitcher like Browse who just got through throwing about six straight balls. A lot of times they'll say, I know you've thrown, you've thrown a lot of balls, but don't let up on that ball to get it in there. I don't believe Nelson Browse is. He's still throwing his good stuff, even though he is a little bit wild. Now you have to look for the curveball on the 2-2 pitch. It's coming. And a swing and a miss by Lulich. And that's the second strikeout of the ballgame for Bryles. Two out. The batter is Dick McAuliffe. McAuliffe fly to center his first time up. Here's the fellow who hit 16 home runs during the year. That's a pretty good total for a leadoff hitter. I would say we could have probably the best two leadoff hitters in baseball right in this series here. Dick McAuliffe of the Tigers and Lou Brock of the St. Louis Cardinals. Dick has five hits in the series. 0 for 1 in this game. Has a homer and three RBIs. Peculiar batting stance of his. The pitch, a curve. It's in there, a called strike. Wilde started him off with a curveball and got it in there. Word who walked is out at first with two out here in the third inning. St. Louis 3, Detroit nothing. 
Cardinals about hit the Tigers, four to one. McCulloch trying to chop into that lead. At the plate with that wide open stance of his as he faces the pitcher. He kicks the right leg and swings and taps it in a half swing to Shannon. Bare hand throw by Mike. He is out at first as Cepeda came up with the ball in the dirt. A great play by both Shannon and Cepeda to end the third inning. And at the end of three, St. Louis three, the Tigers nothing. Well, the Tigers have created some excitement here in the early going. They trail 3-0 as we go into the fourth. Mickey Lolich pitching to Orlando Cepeda. And Pee Wee Reese will tell you what happens here in the Cardinal fourth. Okay, Jack, thank you very much. Cepeda, the first hitter for the Cardinals, we go in the top half of the fourth inning. He just got through making a great play on a great play, but Mike Shannon. The first pitch is in there for call strike one. And Jack, you brought out something that you'll see the third baseman here, Mike Shannon, to do today. He just got through doing when he feels that ball barehanded, it may look a little bit like a showboarding, but that's the way he makes the play the best. A foul off the right, and the count is quickly two strikes on Cepeda. You're right, B.W. Mike says that he can't make that play charging in, glove the ball, and change hands while moving. So he takes the barehand shot, and he either makes it or he doesn't. Of course, on that play right there, that was the only chance he had. If he had gotten that ball in his glove and had to move it to his bare hand, he would have never gotten the runner. Two strike pitch to Cepeda. He struck him out. strikeout for Mickey Lolich. And after that first inning, which was a rough one for Mickey, Brock double, Javier then grounded out, flood single, and Cepeda had a home run. Since then, he's looked real sharp. Mike Shannon, who just got through making that fine play at third base as a hitter. It's one away. We're in the top half of the fourth inning. Lolich, the kick, the slow curve. It's in there for a call strike one. Doug Harvey, the umpire behind home plate today of the National League. He always makes sure on that call. It's like a delayed call, like the great umpire Larry Getz used to be. A curveball, swung on and foul. Strike two. So Lolich has really settled down. On at first base. For the Tigers, Cash at second base. McAuliffe at shortstop, freehand. Third base, work. Left field, Willie Harton in center field. Jim Northup. Right field, Al Kalan. The catcher's Bill Freehand. The pitcher's Mickey Lolich. Mickey Lolich has been great at home this year. The record, 12 and 2. Curveball, outside. One ball and two strikes. A beautiful day in Tiger Stadium here in Detroit. What a difference from yesterday. One ball, two strike pitch. Hit down the first baseline. Fast did not come up with it. Shannon makes a turn. He's going for second. Dick McAuliffe up with the ball. And we'll have to wait and see what has happened on that play. two-base air there. Looked like Norm kind of looked up on the ball just a little bit. Did not get in front of it. We talked about his good fielding in the past. He usually leads the American League first baseman in that department, but he did look up. And the ball got by him. Had a lot of English on it to appear. He was hit off the end of the bat. It was a tough play. So that brings up Tim McCarver, the catcher. 
He struck out his first time. Down at second base, Mike Shannon, Stanley holding close. Curveball, outside, ball one. Yes, sir, the Cardinals came up with three big runs in that first inning. They lead by a score of three to nothing. And this is the fifth game of the 1968 World Series. The Cardinals lead three games to one. Rowledge looks back at Shannon. Fastball inside. Ball two. Talking to Mayo Smith before the game, if the Tigers win, he intends to use Earl Wilson in the ball game Wednesday. And if Wilson can't answer the call because of his bad leg, he'll go to Joe Sparma. Red Shaney's undecided between Ray Washburn or Steve Carlton. There will be no game tomorrow. It'll be a travel day. And of course, if the Cardinals win this game, the series will be over. They lead three to nothing right now. Two balls, no strikes on McCarver. Lowledge kicks, here's the pitch. Fastball inside. Ball three. The Tigers, no runs on one hit. They made one miscue. The Cardinals, three runs on four hits. And they have not made an error. And they've made a couple of fine plays. A great defensive ball club, this Cardinal. The 3-0 pitch is outside ball four. The first walk given up by Mickey Lowlich. And that brings up Ron Davis, the right fielder. He hit back to the pitcher the first time up. In the series, he's 0 for 5. Here's a fella got quite a baseball break. Pee-wee came from the last place Houston Astros to the first place St. Louis Cardinals and finds himself in a World Series. That's not bad. Did you get another fellow from the Houston Astros, Joe Horner? A couple of years ago, yes. Fastball in there for call strike one. Runners on first and second. McCarver on at first. Shannon down at second. They play Davis to pull. He has good speed. Tough to double up. Mickey Lola is taking a little more time right now. As he's got himself in a little jam. With the help of an air and a walk. Lowledge looks back at Shannon at second. Here's the pitch. Foul straight back. And is quickly two strikes on Ron Davis. Davis will be followed by Dow Maxwell and the pitcher Nelson Brown. No balls, two strikes on Ron Davis. Lowly sets the kick. Curveball head out in the center field. Jim Northup should have no trouble with it. Mike Shannon does not tag up at second. So Davis flies out to Northup in center field, and it's two away, and it brings up Dow Maxwell. Jack seeing Davis in right field. Did he play right field more than Bobby Tolan did during the season? I would say that Tolan had more games in right field, but with the left-hander pitching, they went to Davis, although 
Cheney's talked about playing Phil Gagliano out there today, but didn't do it.
the fourth inning, hits the chalk line down at right field line. He's on third with a triple, and the fans have come to life here now. Al Kaline's a hitter. They trail by a score of three to nothing. Brow into the windup. It's in there for call strike one. Kaline struck out his first time up. Coming in this game, he was six for 17. Cool 353. Stanley on at third. The infield is back. Zapata is in at first base. Short stop in second base and back. A swing and a miss on a good fastball by Brown. Quickly, Brown gets two strikes on Kaline. And Zapata at first base, yelling encouragement to Nelson Brown. McCarver yelling out to him. The ball's hit back to you. Watch that runner at third base. Two strikes on Kaline. Carver giving the sign. He moves outside. And that's where it was, but it just missed. One ball, two strikes on Al Kaline. Tigers trying to get back in this ball game as they trail three to nothing. Now then McCarver goes inside. The ball hits Kaline's bat. Browse up with the ball. Looks Mickey Stanley back to third. And over to Zepeda retiring Kaline. Kaline trying to get out of the way of that pitch. Is inside. Fell down, but it hit his bat. Kaline appeared as though he injured his hand. I don't know if it just stung him or what, but uh, it didn't feel good when Browse saw the bat off in his hand. With the count, two strikes and one ball on Kaline. We saw McCarver move inside and Brown came inside with it. He's about six inches inside. Kaline tried to get out of the way of the ball, went down, but he's about hit the ball. Stanley stays at third, non cash the hitter. Round foul down the first baseline. Strike one. Blood pulled way around on Norm Cash. He's in right center. Ron Davis, the right fielder, not too far from that right field line. Ron Davis, not only does he have speed, but they say, Jack Buck tells me, that he has the best throwing arm of the Cardinal outfielders. One strike pitch inside. Makes the count one ball and one strike. Mickey Stanley down at third. Shannon just about even with the bag. Cepeda at first base just a couple steps back. Norm Cash. He's four, five for 17 in the series. As the ball hit out into left center. Kurt Flood going over. Lou Brock coming over. He gets underneath the ball and takes it. Here comes Stanley tagging up on the throw by Brock. Look out! Mickey Stanley scoring the first run for the Tigers. And Lou Brock showed me, Jack, that he has a pretty good arm. He'd love to throw you out or put the ball up in the seat, see? <laughs> He's strong. But the ball was they're rather deep by Cash, who gets his second run batted in of the series. Nicky Stanley is going on a high fly to Lou Brock in left center. 
And the Tigers get their first run, and that brings up Willie Harton. Harton coming in this game was two for 12. He has one home run. The first time up the day, hit into the double play. The ball was hit hard, but Shannon turned it into a double play. Foul back, strike one, and he had a ripple as ever. Quite often, you'll see Willie Harton, when he has that good cut, he kind of spins around. Series like a other, lot of other Tigers. Had 36 home runs in 68. That ball too high. One ball and one strike on Willie Harton. It's two away. But in the bottom half of the fourth inning, the Cardinals scored three in the first inning. And the Tigers have scored one here in the bottom half of the fourth inning. One ball, one strike on Willie Harton. He keeps that weight back on that back foot. Big, strong fellow. There's a ball hit hard out of the center field. Kurt Flood going over. He cannot catch up to it. It's off the wall. Willie Harton going in the second. Here comes Kurt Flood's goal. Willie Harton trying for three. Here comes the relay. They get it. No.
moment of routine ground balls with Javier. The ball was hit hard, but it took a bad hop over Javier's head into base hit for Jim Martha. Bill Freehand takes the first pitch. The curveball in there for call strike one. It's one of the few times in the series that the Tigers have gotten any breaks. The leadoff triple by Stanley hit the foul line. The bad hop went over the head of Javier, but I'll say this. Northrop hit the ball hard enough to get a good break. Yes, he did. Bill Freehand looking for his first base hit in the series. The Tigers now trail 3-2. Her ball low and outside. Ball one. Stanley started this inning off with a triple. Then he got Kalan and Cashoff. Willie Hart then unloaded a triple. And now Northrop is on his first base with a single. The Tigers have two runs in here in the bottom half of the fourth inning. Freehand looks at another curveball. Low and outside, ball two. Bill Freehand with 25 home runs in 68. Can hit the long ball, as you will know. Two balls. Three balls and one strike on three hands. Don Worth in the on-deck circle. And the Tiger fans are whooping it up here at Tiger Stadium. The three-one pitch. It popped up. Out in the right field. Ron Davis coming over. Should have no trouble with it. Underneath it and takes it for the third out. So that's all for the Tigers here in the bottom half of the fourth inning. But they came up with two big runs. So the score after four full innings, St. Louis three, Detroit two. Well, we've had a little action in this baseball game. I'll say that. In fact, I think it's the best game we've had so far, Jack. The score is three to two. Cardinals over the Tigers. A lot of excitement in this one, a lot of base running and uh, close plays, something that we haven't had in the previous four games. Four to nothing, eight to one, seven to three, ten to one were the scores. This is a three-two ball game going into the Cardinal fifth inning. Lolich pitching against Riles. And it would appear to me that Lolich, after the struggling start, has settled down. And meanwhile, Bryles, to get off to a good start, has been in trouble in the last couple of innings. So the tide is swinging to the Tigers. As the action goes into the fifth. Yes, sir. Well, it's at the wait and see. Mickey Lulich, first pitch to Nelson Brown. A curveball in there for call strike one. And you're definitely right. Lulich has settled down since having a tough first inning. It's going to be a big inning, Pete, if he can keep Brock off base. Yes, sir. The one-strike pitch to Brown. The fastball on the governor. And it was by Brown. Strike two. You saw that he's going to get Bryles, the pitcher. Having keep Brock on base, that momentum we referred to, swinging to the Tigers, might continue to go their way. Otherwise, Brock could reverse it. The two-strike pitch. A curveball. Bryles out in front, ballot back. Cardinals, three runs on four hits. The Tigers, two runs on four hits. We're in the top half, the fifth inning. Two strikes on Nelson Brown, putting things off for the Cardinals here in the top half of the fifth inning. Lowledge to kick the pitch, the curveball, high and outside, ball one. 
always got behind Vrow his first time up. The count of three and all, but came back to strike him out. Lowlands has struck out four. Another curveball. High and outside. Ball two. He's got two quick strike on Brown. He went to his curveball, but has not been close with it. Freehand down with that target. Here's a pitch. Fastball, and he struck him out. So that's the fifth strikeout for Lovich. As he missed with two curveballs. Fired one right by Nelson Brown. Well, let's see what he can do with this fellow. Number 20, Lou Brock. He came into this game with eight hits in 16 times at bat. What's he done? Hit a double in the first inning and hit a single in the third inning. But in the third inning, he was caught stealing as Bill Freehand threw him out on a pitch out by Mickey Lowley. One away. The first pitch to Lou Brock. Ball hit hard out in the left field. Willie Harton going over. He cannot catch up to it. It's off of the wall. Harton on one hop. Throws the ball in the Stanley at shortstop. The cutoff man and Fudge. Brock is on at second with a stand-up double. center off of the fence for a double and the only thing that kept him getting from getting three that ball came right back into Harton's hand. Brock is hitting 579 in this series. He's also stolen seven bases and has hit two home runs. Javier curveball hit hard out in the left field it's in there for a base and Harton may have a shot at Brock here comes the throw Don Worth lets it go and he runs over three and they got it that ball off. A great throw by Willie Hart and a great tag by Bill Freehand at home. That saved the run so it's two away. Kurt Flood first pitch fouled off the ride. Norm Cash and Freehand going over no chance. One thing about Brock on that play, Dewey, we've seen him do it before in those bang-bang plays at the plate. He'd rather not slide and give the catcher a chance to push him off the plate. 
He'll try to run right through him, and boy, that freehand really hung in there tough, didn't he? And the call by the umpire was really bang, bang, and you just have to go along with him because he got a good look at it. Yes, sir, that freehand's a pretty tough man to run over. One strike on Kurt Flood. Her ball, high and outside. Ball one. It's two away. Javier's on it first. The Cardinals may have their fourth run in this ball game, but a fine throw by Willie Harton. Good tag by Bill Freehand. Kept him from doing it. Left tries to check his swing. Fouls it off to the right. And the count remains one ball and two strikes. with those feet wide apart. Lowley looks over at Javier and he goes in arm cast. Javier does not have too much of a lead. He does like to run. He has a stolen base in this series. Todd hits one out into left center. Jim Nothup going over. Willie Harton calls fast underneath it and takes it. For the score after four and a half innings of play, it's still the San Luis Cardinals three and the Detroit Tigers two. On display now at your Dodd Boys showroom. Stop in and see how Dodd is turning up the fever. Well, this is the best ball game of the series thus far. The score, 3-2 Cardinals. Cardinals about hit the Tigers, 6-4. Tigers have worked. Lolich and McAuliffe coming up against Nelson Riles here in their fifth inning. And they've got this crowd going wild for them. We've had some thrilling plays. And we hope you're enjoying the broadcast. Yes, sir. We've had a lot of action in this game. As Don Worth leading things off for the Tigers in the bottom half of the fifth inning. As the Cardinals lead three to two. A fastball, a little bit too low. Ball one. Zapata at first for the Cardinals. Javier at second. Maxwell at short. Shannon at third. Rock in left. Blood in center. Ron Davis in right. Nelson Browse the kick. The ball has popped up. Maxwell at shortstop. Shades his eyes. Underneath it, and takes it for out number one. Mickey Lowledge coming to bat, getting a nice hand. Nelson Brow, the kick. It's in there for call strike one. Riles got into a little trouble in the fourth inning, but looks to me like he still has his stop. There's a curveball. It's outside. Ball one. In that fourth inning, Stanley tripled. Kaline was thrown out by Riles. Cash fought out to left field. Then Harton tripled. And Northup singles for their two runs. Fastball in there for call strike two, and Lowley did not like the call. The Cardinals scored their three runs in the first inning on a double by Brock, a single by Flood, a home run by Cepeda. Three to two, the Cardinals over the Tigers. One ball, two strikes on Lowley. Curveball, missing. The count is two and two. 
were just as in the ball game Thursday, although I think Bryles has a better fastball than he did. He's having trouble getting that curve over. There it is right there, the curveball. I would say you're right, Jack. You've seen a lot more than I have. And not having a slider or a changeup, he must be able to get that curveball over. The fastball. Foul straight back. The count. Three and two on Mickey Lillard. One away. Bottom half, the fifth inning. Browse did not take too much time. The Carver gives him the target. Fastball, he struck him out. goes down swinging for the second time in this game and that's a third strikeout for Nelson Brown. Brings up Dick McCullough. He is flat out to flood in center field and grounded out to Mike Shannon at third base. He's 0 for 2. He had 5 for 17 coming into today's game. One home run. A good fastball for Browns and McCullough had a good ripple. Just foul it back. One strike on him. Here it looks like the big hitters of the Tigers are looking for Brown's fastball because he can't get the curveball over. The only one pitch. Well, Jack, you're right there. If you were a hitter, if I was out there playing, if I could see that a fella could not get his curveball over, I would never look for it. Even though he does get it over occasionally, I would just wave at it. He will have to prove to these Tiger players he can get that curveball over. He changed the speed on that one a little bit. One ball and two strikes on McCollum. It was a straight change and one of the few that he has thrown in the ballgame, and he kept it down. In fact, I believe that was the first one he's thrown. One ball, two strikes on the column. That's two away. Fouls pitch, fastball inside, makes the count two and two. Now let's see if he comes back with that curveball. Work pops the short. Lowly struck out. It's two away. They play in the call up to pull. He had 16 home runs in 68. Fastball just missed, low and outside, makes the count three and two. Nicky Stanley in the on-deck circle. This is where Bryles is in trouble because he can't get the breaking stuff over. Three and two, that's the tying run at the plate. He pretty much has to come with a fastball, and McCullough knows it. The three and two pitch. And he threw him a curveball and crossed him up, Jack. But McGollum was fooled with that curveball, and that's all for the Tigers here in the bottom half of the fifth inning. So the score after five full innings, the Cardinals three, the Tigers two. The Cardinals leading the Tigers by the score of three to two. And we pause 30 seconds for station. The five-inning totals at Tiger Stadium, St. Louis three, six, and oh, Detroit two, four, and one. As Nelson Bryles struck out McCullough to end the fifth inning, we were talking about curveball fastball. McCarver called for the curve on three and two, and Bryles got it over, and that was 
the big out, and now McCulloch and the other Tigers know that they can't just look for his fastball. Yes, sir, Jack, that was a big pitch by Nelson Brown. As you said, the next time they get in that same situation, that makes the hitter think just a little bit more. Orlando Cepeda, home run in the first inning to drive in two runs, and he struck out in the fourth inning, facing Mickey Lolich here in the top half of the sixth inning. Lolich, the kick, the pitch, a swing and a miss on a good fastball, strike one. Rated two, the Cardinals over the Tigers. A beautiful sunny day in Tiger City. We couldn't ask for a better day for a ball game. One strike on Cepeda. Curveball low and inside. Makes the count one and one. Here you had to admire the way Lolich pitched around that error in the fourth inning. Cash kicked the ball. He did issue a walk, but got the next two and stood him in good stead in this game. Tough since that first inning, I'll say that. There's a ball that's fouled straight back. Strike two. And he has not been able to get Lou Brock out. And that's one of the things that everyone says in the scouting report. And the scouts and the Tigers, you must keep Brock and Club off of those bases. But it's still only three to two. The Cardinals over the Tigers. One ball and two strikes on Cepeda. Just missed. A breaking pitch by Lolich. Just missing that inside corner. Whenever you see a catcher hold that ball the way Freehand did, he thought it was a strike. Freehand moves outside. Another curveball inside. Makes the count three and two. Cepeda, the first hitter here. By the Cardinals in the top half of the sixth inning, runs the count to three and two. The fifth game of the World Series. Rollins shakes his head no. Now, yes, he's ready. Fastball, it's popped up. Should be no trouble. Al Kaline comes in. The call goes back. But Kaline takes it. For out number one. That's a big out. Really, if the Cardinals can't get the offense generated again, and Lolich is pitching very well, the Cardinals might be in trouble in this game, despite their lead of 3-2, because we all know the reputation the Tigers have for the late-inning heroics. Out two. Mike Shannon. Flat out to center. Safe on air by Norm Cash in the fourth inning. Fastball, low and inside, ball one. Makes the count one ball and one strike on Mike. He's had a good series. Six for 17 coming in today's game. Defensively, made two fine plays today. A nice crowd here at Tiger Stadium today. 53,000. Over 53,000. Pass ball. Swung on. Missed. Strike two. The Carver in the on-deck circle. of Shannon's hits in this series have come off the curveball, and he expected more fastballs today, and that's what Lulich just got the last one on. One ball, two strikes on Mike Shannon. Curveball, 
He'd have to stand at his shortstop. Should be no problem. The long throw with an arm pass. And that's all for my chance. Two up and two down here in the top half of the sixth inning. As the Tigers whip that ball around the infield. Tim McCarver stepping in there. Six for 17 coming into today's game. He struck out in the first inning and walked in the fourth. He also has a home run in the series. They say he likes to hit against left-handers. Hits the ball to left field quite often. Lowledge kicks. Here's the pitch. Fastball just missed. Low and outside. Ball one. Ron Davis in the on-deck circle. Lowledge thought that ball was a strike. The pitcher standing in the sun and the hitter in the shade. It's definitely in the pitcher's favor. There's a line drive head under right field. Al Kaline right down. For the third out. And that's all for the Cardinals in the top half of the sixth inning. After five and a half innings of play, it's St. Louis three and Detroit two. We're going to the Tigers sixth inning. Some big hitters coming up. Stanley Kaline in cash. Cardinals scored all three of their runs in the first inning. They had six hits. The Tigers scored their two in the fourth. They have four hits. They trail by only one. The crowd moving them on. And Stanley started the fourth inning rally, Billy. Yes, sir. Stanley started the fourth inning rally with a triple. He plowed out in the first inning. Nelson Browles trying to protect that three to two lead the Cardinals have. The first pitch to Mickey Stanley, a curveball. Missing. Ball one. Riles has struck out four. He's walked one. One ball, no strikes on Mickey Stanley. Here's the pitch. Low and outside. Ball two. game that Browns pitched over in St. Louis. He went five innings. He gave up four runs on seven hits, walked one, and struck out two. Well, we're in the sixth inning now. Let's see what happens. Two and oh, the count on Mickey Stanley. McCarver holds that target right in the middle of the plate. There's a little lazy looper out in the center field. Should be no trouble for Kurt Blood. Underneath it and takes it for out number one. and no strikes. Gets him out on an easy fly to Kurt Flood in center field. Here's a fellow that's played 2,095 games for the Tigers, Al Kaline. The first pitch by Nelson Browles. Curveball, low and outside, ball one. And Browles having a little trouble, Jack, getting that curveball over again. He's made an occasional good pitch with the curve, notably to strike out McCulloch to end the fifth inning, but Falling behind when he wants to start these hitters with the curveball and then has to come in with a fastball. Ball hit hard, a base hit out on the left field. Line drive. 
Little Brock up with the ball. Kalen makes the turn at first base. And the Tigers have something going. Steve Carlton, the left hander, goes down to the Cardinal bullpen as Norm Cash steps in. Here you can see the pattern. Missing with the curve, getting behind, coming over the fastball, hitter's looking for it. Kalen gets the fifth Tiger hit. Cash. What's he done today? Got a base hit and got out to left field. Nelson Biles looks over at Kalon. Here's the pitch to Cash. The curveball. He got that one over. Strike one. One away. Steve Carlton loosening up in the Cardinal bullpen. Tom Cash way back in this batter's box. Down the end of the bat. to Cepeda the first, K-line back easily. The book on the Tigers was that K-line and McCulloch were the most likely to do any running in the ballgame, but he won't be running with Cash up there. One strike on Norm Cash. Browse, set. Here's the pitch. A curveball missing. One ball and one strike. Let's see what Browse does on this pitch. Got a curveball over, missed with one. Let's see if he comes back with that fastball. If he does... Don't be surprised if Chet Cash chops down on him. Browse sets, looks over to K-line. Outside with a fastball, two balls and one strike. As Hawk throwing harder in that Cardinal bullpen. Time has been called by the umpire Bill Haller at first base as Javier at second base, adjusting his glasses. The sun has gone in. Willie Harton on deck for the Tigers. Two balls, one strike on Norm Cash. It's one away, out Kalon on at first. The score, three to two. Cardinals over the Tigers. Her ball missing. Three and one. Gibson is so strong because he can get that curveball or that slide over so easily. Or if he comes in with a fastball, it's good enough to throw it by the hitter, but not Browse, not today. The three and one pitch. Kalon makes a bluff, did not go. The fastball missing, ball four. Willie Muffet, Tiger pitching coach, comes out of the dugout. Crowded in the bullpen. It's the second time he has warmed up. He's ready when needed, but there's a right-handed batter up now, too. I don't know if you take him out or not. I don't think so, Jack. But as we told you, Riles went five innings in the other start of the series over at St. Louis. And they got him out of there. He gave up four runs on seven hits. He's in trouble right now as the meat of this batting order is up. Willie Hart and then Jim Nelson. Now Ron Willis, the right-hander, joins Steve Carlton in the Cardinal bullpen. So we see some action at Cardinal bullpen. The blood's out of sight in center field, do we? Yes, he is. He remembers 
Grabs the ball, but Willie Hart hit his last time up there. Triple in right center. Nelson Bob sets, checks the runners. Here's the pitch. That ball inside. Ball one. If Harton gets on and mouth up a left-hand hitter, the next hitter, I'm sure that you will see Philly Muffet back out there to put in Steve Carlton. One ball, no strikes on Willie Hart. Brown looks at second. Here's the pitch. Curveball. Hit off the end of the bat. Cepeda up at the ball. Runs over and steps on first to retire Willie Hart. And Cash moves down to second. And Kalan over to third. Well, there's a situation here. The Tigers have the tying run at third, the lead run at first, win the sixth inning. I think this is the mark of Red Cheney. He gives his pitchers a chance to pitch the game, win or lose. He has the left-hander whom he could bring in to pitch to Northrop, whom they would not lift. But he's going with Bryles and up to Bryles and get him out or lose him. Now they're going to walk him, load the bases, even though the Cardinals lead by one. They're trying to get freehand or hasn't had a hit in the entire series. Well, Jack, I would have to say this is a good move, but what a spot for a fellow who has gone 0 for 14 in the series to break out. Bill Freehand getting a standing ovation Tiger fans here around home plate. The bases are loaded. Mossop on at first. Cash at second. Kalan at third. Two men away. The Cardinals lead three to two in the bottom half of the second inning. Swing it in strike one. Steve Carlton, the left-handed pitcher who thought he may come in the pitch of Mossop, has now stopped throwing. He is watching the ball game. Ron Willis, the right-hander, is still throwing. Nelson Bowles looking down at his catcher, Tim McCarver. He's got the sign. Here is the pitch. That ball. High and outside, ball one. One ball and one strike on Bill Freehand. And Jack, this is out of doubt, is the best game we've had. And just leaning back and sending someone else in the booth. A little excitement for a change. It really is this right here, the most exciting moment of the entire series. One ball, one strike on Bill Freehand. The bases are loaded. Two away. Nelson Ball pitches. Swing and miss by Bill Freehand. Strike two. Riles knows he's on the ropes, and if he doesn't get Freehand, he's out of the game, so he's not saving anything for the tour to Japan that the Cardinals are going to take. He's reaching back and giving him everything he's got. I'll say one thing for Bowles, Jack. He's been in a couple of jams. He's not tried to let up on any pitch to get it over. He has ran back and firing that ball. Bill Freehand is definitely in a hole. One ball and two strikes on him. Can he come through for his first hit in this series? He's hole for 14. Here's the pitch. Ball here off the shortstop. Maxwell up with the ball. Flips the ball over to Javier, forcing north of a second. And that's all for the Tigers here in the bottom half of the sixth inning. 
to the score. After six bowling still, the Cardinals three and the Tigers two. This ball game now goes into the seventh inning. See, who doesn't know that the Tigers are down three games to one and it'll be all over if the Cardinals get them out in the next three innings and hang on to the lead. The whole world knows, don't they? Well, Jack, Mickey Lowlitz has an 11-game winning streak here at Tiger Stadium, finishing up the season in the 68th Senate race. He would like to make it 12. And the first hitter for the Cardinals, Ron Davis, they lead 3-2 going to the top half of the seventh inning. Come on back in here. The Cardinals get all three of their runs in the first inning. They had six hits. The Tigers did five and trail 3-2. Davis tried to bunt his way on and fouled it back to the screen. He had downward a couple of steps behind the bag at third. And Davis tried to lay one down. He's 0 for 2 in the game. He tapped back to the pitcher and he flied to center to be followed by Maxville and then Bryles. No further activity in the Cardinal bullpen. Tigers might have to lift Lowlich after this inning for a pinch, pinch hitter depending on the score. Davis, the right-handed batter. Lolich, the southpaw, fires, and it's a low-breaking ball, one and one. Crowd quiet now, but you can bet they're just saving up energy for the Tiger seventh inning. We're in the top of the seventh. Outfield around on the left for Davis. The pitch is on the way, and he swings and misses. He missed the breaking ball. He's in the hole, one and two. The Tigers got three of their hits in the first inning and all of their runs in the first. Got another hit in the third. Brock was then out stealing. Got two hits in the fifth, but Brock was out at the plate. So the Tiger defense has played a role, as has the Cardinal defense in this game. And now Ron Davis takes low again. He didn't go for the same pitch he swung and missed at the last time, so it's going to. Davis is 0 for 6 in the series. I mentioned earlier that Cheney contemplated playing Gagliano in right field, but didn't do so. Now the 2-2 delivery is on the way, and it's swung on and popped up behind the plate near the stands. Freehand comes back, but it's out of play. Went into the upper deck, Freehand tracked it all the way back. Doug Harvey, the plate umpire, sends a new one to the mound. Harvey is working the plate with Bill Haller at first, Don Gorman at second, and Jim Hodichick umpiring at third. Stan Landis, the left field foul line umpire, and in right field, Bill Kinnaman. We're in the late stages of the game now, in the seventh, and the Cardinals lead 3-2. Tigers have made the only error, and Lolich pitched around that miscue. The 2-2 delivery is on the way to Ron Davis, and he takes it high. Ball three, three and two. Lolich has fanned five in the ball game while allowing the six hits, and he has walked only one. A full count on the leadoff hitter. Shadows creep across the infield. The pitch is on the way. Davis swings and misses. He's stuck it out. Fastball got him, and that's six strikeouts for Lillard. Looked like he might have chased a bad ball, Dewey. I believe he could have laid off that when he had a free ticket to first base. But with the count three and two, if it's that close, uh, I guess Ron wanted to take a whack at it. And as you said, the shadows are out there right now. It could be a little tough picking that ball up. Maxwell is the hitter. He's 0 for 2 and 0 for 15 in the series. Cardinal shortstop, a right-handed batter. Lillard comes to him, and it's a foul back on a ball and went into the upper deck. Strike one. Lolich is now retired five in a row ever since Brock was thrown out of the plate in an exciting play in the fifth inning. 
Maxville swings, grounds one to the right side. Cash, a great play. The pitcher covers. Close play is out. A bang, bang play and no argument. Mickey Lulich bounced off the mound. Maxville almost beat him over there. Cash made a good play to his right and a good feed to the pitcher. Well, Jack, I can imagine right now that any little shortstop for the Cardinals down, Maxwell is wondering what in the world I can do to get a base hit. As we said, he's about, well, he is 0 for 16 in this series, and I still say he's hit the ball pretty hard throughout the series. With two gone, Nelson Browns is the batter. He's 0 for 2. He's fanned twice against Lolich. Nicky trying to keep the Cardinals right where they are. Cardinals lead 3-2 in the ballgame. Tigers will have the tail end of their batting order up in the seventh. First pitch to Bryles. It's in the dirt. And he was hit by the pitch. Bryles goes to first base. And it brings up Rock with two outs. Lowlich led the Tiger pitchers and hitting batters this year with 11. And he just picked Nelson Bryles on the foot. And that cost him a little bit. Well, it certainly could because we have a fella coming up here right now that's had quite a day. He's had quite a series. But today, hit a double in the first, a single in the third. And double in the fifth inning. He's three for three. Lou Brock. And he's 11 out of 19, and he's batting 579 in the series. A hit here would put him at the 600 mark. If he's retired, he'll be down to only 555. Miles on at first. He's rather slow afoot. There are two men out. The batter is Brock facing the left-hander, Mickey Lolich. The outfield deep and straight away, and the first pitch to Brock is on the way. Strike call to fastball. Lulich gets out in front in the key spot in the Tiger bullpen. The right-hander, Fred Lasher. Sidearm, submarine-type pitcher. Riles the lead. The pitch to Brock. Look out, Lou Brock. Down he goes. The pitch was up and in. One of the few times they've knocked Brock down, do we? Well, I'll tell you the truth of the series that he has been having, the way he's been stealing base and hitting that ball, I have expected that uh, just a little bit sooner. You think Sal Magley would have done it? You better believe it. <laughs> a ball and a strike. The next one to Brock is on the way. Curve, low and away. Ball two. The on-deck circle is out of the air, but they're two gone in the inning. Lulich had retired six in a row when his first pitch to Bryles went in the dirt and barely touched Bryles on the foot or leg. And it allows Brock to bat with two men out here in the Cardinals' seventh. Cardinals leading 3-2. The pitch coming. Curve outside and down. 3-1. He loses him. It'll bring up a fellow who's particularly effective against left-handed pitching and out of the air. So Brock can look for a ball to hit. 3-1 the count. Horton deep in left. Northrop straight away in center field at normal depth. And K-line off the line and right. Riles takes the lead. The pitch coming. Swung on and missed. He threw it by him. Three and two. Now Riles with two out will go with the delivery. Three and two on Brock trying to keep a perfect day going. Double in the first, a single in the third, a double in the fifth. Eleven hits in the series to lead everyone else by a good margin. Now Lola has him three and two. Mickey standing on the rubber, looks in and gets the sign from Bill Freehand. Checks the runner. Riles is going, and a line drive, one hop to McCullough. Great play. He throws. He's out. Cardinals leave a man on. Seven-inning stretch time. The score. St. Louis three. The 
strike two. Tiger seven. Cardinals three, Detroit two. Fred Lasher still throwing in the bullpen. Don Wirt will lead off. Lolich due to follow. And then McCullough. Cardinals three runs, six hits, no errors. And in the ballgame, St. Louis has stranded four. For the Tigers, two runs, five hits, one error, and they have left five men on, including the bases loaded in their six. Mel Nelson, a left-hander. Now Joe Horner, a left-hander, starts to warm up in the Cardinal bullpen, and Don Wirt leads off. Right-handed batter is 0 for 1 with a walk. One out of nine in the series. Nelson Bryles still on the mound. Is walk three, fan four. Right-hander against right-hander. Shannon guarding against the line down at third. Breaking ball goes low. Shannon's right on top of that third base bag, do we? Yeah, he's protecting that two base hit this late in the game. They don't want that double. They don't mind giving up a single. And he is really guarding the line. There's a half swing and a foul. There's one thing that probably would keep Mickey Lolich in the game, and that would be if Wirt got on base and allowed the pitcher to sacrifice. I've always said, Jack, you know your baseball. You're right. <laughs> Lolich is in the on-deck circle, but Lasher's in the bullpen. Wirt is at the plate with a one-ball, one-strike count. The outfield playing him a bit to the right and rather deep to try to cut down on the extra base hit. Wirt waits and swings and fouls it out of play. He's in the hole one and two. We're in the Tigers' seventh inning and the Cardinals lead 3-2 in the game. Lead three games to one in the series. Trying to end it. But the Tigers have nine more outs coming to them. Riles trying to get the leadoff hitter. Delivery from Bryles coming. And curve, and he got him. He's called out on strikes as Wirt gave up on the ball. He fans for the first time today, and that's five for Bryles in the ballgame. We must mention the shadows again. As we have a pinch hitter. Oh, Lola's going to stay in the game. Well, that is a little surprising, Jack. But Lola, who has pitched great ball for the Tigers, right at the part of the season, he's been the fellow that's won only the only game and Mayo Smith is not going to take a chance with anyone else, so he's going to lead him in there. First pitch, low, ball one. Lolich has fanned twice in the game. You recall last Thursday he had two hits, including a home run. Mayo showing confidence that Lolich will hold the Cardinals in check in the next two innings, and he'll still get his good hitters up there in the eighth and ninth. Tigers trail by only a run. The pitch is on the way to Lolich, and it's a little bit high, ball two. who was throwing in the Tiger bullpen no longer is doing so. The Cardinal outfields are on to the right for Lolich. He had two out of four Thursday. He waits, likely will be taking. He does take a strike, a fastball, two balls and a strike. And now Mickey will have to start swinging if it's in the strike zone. Riles, by the way, is big and strong. Six-footer, 205, and he pitched 13 complete games this year. The 2-1 delivery to Lolich with one out. Swung on, pop fly, short right field. Davis on the run, on the run, and he dives, can't get it. Lolich stays at first base with a single. Batter, a left-handed pitcher hit one off the end of the bat, 
Ron Davis in right field seemed to get a good jump on the ball, but just couldn't get there. He took a dive for it. He went off his glove. The tying run is on for the Tigers. McAuliffe, a left-handed batter coming up. Billy Muffet, the Cardinal pitching coach, comes out of the dugout, and we might see Joe Horner come out of the scene as he did two days ago. Steve Carlton goes down to the bullpen, where it's extremely busy right now, as does Ron Willis, the right-hander. A new pitcher, Joe Horner, is going to come into the ballgame with a tying run at first, one out in the Tigers' seventh. See, we? We'd be exhausted if every game in the series had been this exciting, and this is the way most people thought it would be with these two teams. Well, I think, really, after talking to the Tiger players and the Cardinal players, that's the way they thought the whole series would be. Joe Horner, coming in there right now, he's done a terrific job for you all year, Jack. And you say he has been a short man. He hasn't pitched over two innings practically all year. He went, he went about four innings the other day. We were talking about it, but he looked strong at the finish. So Nelson Brown. Pitches fine ball here for the Cardinals. His second start in this series. Still have a little problem getting his curveball over. Had a good fastball. And as Mickey Lowlich had two for four in the, that second game over in St. Louis, Mayo Smith lets him hit, and he gets the base hit. With McAuliffe coming up, the tying run at first, one out, seventh inning, and the Cardinals leading 3-2. Let's pause 30 seconds for station identification. WJR Detroit. This is Mrs. Willie Horton. Keep air in your home clean and helpful this winter with a humidifier properly installed by a member of the Better Heating and Cooling Bureau. Start your day with the bright sounds of WJR's Music Hall program hosted by J.P. McCarthy. J.P. opens each weekday morning at 6 and continues until 9. Along the way, he may talk to anyone from a computer to a commuter, all light and easy to listen to. That's J.P. McCarthy and Music Hall, 6 to 9, weekdays on WJR. and I were just talking about one other aspect of the Tigers. If they can get something done here in the seventh inning, they won't have to face Brock, who made the final out the Cardinals' seventh. And they didn't have too much trouble with him, Jack. Just almost knocked McAuliffe out to right field. And the pitch before that, the three-and-one pitch, looked like Brock was laying for that fastball. And he had the one that he's been hitting throughout this series and put, did not make contact. Foul tip it, but he hit the three-and-two pitch. He couldn't have hit it any harder. Dick McAuliffe is up there right now to face Joel Hunter. McAuliffe with five hits in the series is 0 for 3 in this game, and he faces Joe Horner. Lyles pitched six in the third innings, allowed two runs, leaves the man on. Gave up six hits, struck out five, walked three, one intentionally. Horner to McAuliffe. Outfield straight away. The first pitch swung on, foul back a fastball. Horner is a fastball, sinker ball, slider pitcher. With no curveball to speak of. He's hopeful of the double play ball. McCulloch wants to get this tying run moved along. Preferably, preferably onto the bench. 3-2 Cardinals, bottom of the seventh inning. Runner at first, one out, the next pitch. Horner to McCulloch. Swung on, base hit, right field. Lowlich makes the turn and stops at second base as Davis comes up with the ball. McCulloch gets the hit. The tying run, the lead runner on. And now Horner faces a right-handed batter, Mickey Stanley. Stanley in the spot here in the seventh inning, and so are the Cardinals. Well, I would say, Jack, that this looks more likely to the first ball club that I saw throughout the year. And Horner, as you said, 
He's primarily a fastball pitcher. He said the other day in an interview that he'll throw 85 percent of his pitches will be fastball, and he better keep them down in this ballpark. Mickey Stanley, a right-handed batter, facing him. Lolich, the tying run at second. McCullough's lead run at first. There's one out. The pitch high outside. Ball up. The base hit by McCullough was the seventh for Detroit. The Cardinals have six. Stanley tripled in the fourth and scored. He's one for three today. He hit 11 home runs during the regular season. They play him straight away. The delivery from Horner. Uh, right call in the outside corner, one and one. He kept the ball away from Stanley. Cardinal infielders are in a step for the double play. Shannon not too deep behind the bag at third. Maxwell at short, Javier at second. Cepeda playing behind the runner, of course, at first. With men on at first and second. We wait for the 1-1 one -one delivery. And here it comes. Swung on, foul ball off to the right. Looks like it's going into the stands, and it does. Back about six rows, and Stanley is still alive, although in the hole, one and two. Corner walks off the pitching mound, knocks the dirt out of his fight, wets his fingers, works on the new baseball, and talks to Julian Javier. Javier. And Maxwell getting together with Horner with regard to who's going to be covering in case the ball is hit back. Word started the inning being called out on strike. Lolich got a base hit and knocked out Nelson Bryles. McCullough greeted Horner with a single. And Mickey Stanley is at the plate with a one ball, two strike count. And Al Kaline is on deck. Cardinals leading 3-2, seventh inning. Horner getting the sign from McCarver. Horner stretches to the belt. To the plate to Stanley, and it's a little bit outside with a fastball, two and two. That ball seemed to tail quite a bit. Stanley laid off it. He started it part. Just missed. Red Shandy, the Cardinal manager, walking up and down in that dugout, and so is Mayo Smith in that destroyed dugout. In the Cardinal bullpen, Steve Carlton, the left-hander, Ron Willis, the right-hander, stopping to watch the action. Stanley and Horner battling here. Two balls, two strikes to count. One out here in the Tigers' seventh. Lowell at second. McCullough at first, the pitch. Inside, ball three. A full count. And with the pitcher running the bases, and with the Tigers trailing by a run, they can ill afford to strike the runners, particularly with Al Kaline on deck. They'll have to take their chances on a double play ball. In addition, Stanley can get down to first base in a hurry. Three and two. First and second. One out. A crowd wild. Horner gets the sign. Stretches to the belt. To the plate. And low. Ball four. Base is loaded. Cardinal infield back. I hope you can hear me. 
Full windup by Horner, the pitch to K-Line. Swung on and missed strike one, a good sinker ball. K-Line has had a hit in this game and seven in the series to lead the Tiger hitters. Outfield deep to the left, K-Line wants at least the fly ball to tie it. The Cardinals want the double play to get out of the inning and maintain their 3-2 lead. The pitch coming, Horner to K-Line. Swung on, fly ball, base hit, right center field. One run in, two runs in. Stanley goes to third. K-Line stays at first and the Tigers lead. a looping single into right field, then everything began to happen. McAuliffe got a base hit, Stanley walked, K-line single, and non-cash single, and Ron Willis is now on the mound to take over. Willis really made Neil Smith look good, didn't he? He certainly did. And on the other hand, Joe Horner made Red Cheney's look not so good. They do leave him in quite often against right-handed hitters because of the sinker ball, but he didn't get Al Kaline, and he didn't get the left-handed batter, Cash, after he had lost the other left-handed batter, Dick McCullough. So the Tigers have banged out nine hits and leave five friends not over yet here in the seventh inning. Well, I was, we're not trying to manage for Red Sands here. He's been doing a pretty good job all year, but I was halfway expecting with Al Kaline up there in a situation like that, that he would bring in the sidearm pitcher, Ron Willis. Did Kaline show you a little savvy with the bases loaded and the outside pitch? Well, 
Billy O'Troll has been around for eight or 16 years with the Tigers. His first World Series, and I would say, has done well. He went the other way with Warner and dunked one into right center, well out of the reach of anybody. Out of the reach of everybody, I should say. And now Willie Horton with men at first and third and one out. Still back, hopeful of the double play ball. K-line at third, Cash at first. Horton has a triple in the game, one for three. Ron Willis delivers, and a high foul back and out of play. In the Cardinal bullpen, Steve Carl on the left-hander, and Wayne Granger, a right-hander, warming up. Nothing doing in the Tiger bullpen as Ricky Lolich will attempt to finish this one. He now has a 5-3 lead, and he could have more runs when he goes to pitch to the Cardinals in the eighth, at which time on the air, Flood and Cepeda will be coming up. Here are the crowd. Outfield deep to the left for Willie Horton. He could about ice it here for the Tigers. The pitch from Willis. Swung on, popped up. That'll be the second out. It's a fair ball. Now it's foul. Shannon is under it, and he has it too gone. Willis got Horton, and the batter is Northrop. So Horton didn't get the fly ball that he wanted. Score remains 5-3. Nelson Bryles cannot be the loser in the ballgame. Joe Horner stands to be the losing pitcher if the score remains as is. Horner in no innings. He retired none and lost four hitters. He gave up two runs. He's accountable for the two men on base. He gave up three hits, struck out none, and walked one. Now Willis has to pitch to the left-handed batter, Jim Northrup who has a hit today plus a walk. The pitch to Jim is on the way. It's a little bit outside from Ron Willis, ball one. Willis is making his second appearance. Pitch two innings in the losing pause last Thursday. A lead by the runners at first and third, the pitch. Willis to Northrop. Outside, ball two. I really don't think, Pee-wee, that Willis would mind too much if he lost the left-handed batter, even though it would load the bases, or it'd bring up the right-handed hitter, Bill Freehand. Well, that's done quite often, even though you do have a runner on first and third. There are two outs, and I imagine he'd rather pitch to Bill Freehand than he would Jim Northrup at this stage of the game. Northrup takes ball three, and this is, this is the next thing to an intentional walk. Three and all. He's hopeful that Northrup would go for the bad ball, but watch it here. I'm sure that Northrop has the green light if the pitch is in there on 3-0. Ray Euler is loosening up in the Tiger bullpen, the shortstop. On 3-0, Northrop swings and bounces one. Cepeda, diving stop, great play, makes the out at first to win the inning. Northrop grounded sharply to Cepeda on 3-0. The Tigers lead two, but take the lead. At the end of seven innings, Detroit 5, St. Louis 3. Pardon me, sir. In the top half of the eighth inning, and the Cardinals, for the first time in this ball game, are trailing by a score of five to three. We have a few defensive changes. Mickey Stanley, who started this game as shortstop, has gone to center field. Jim Northup, who was playing center field, has now moved to the left field. Willie Horton has gone out of the game, and the shortstop is Ray Orr. The first hitter for the Cardinals, Javier, he'll be followed by Flood and Cepeda as they trail on this ball game by a score of five to three to tell you all about it, Jack Buck. Cardinals have been out hit in this game, nine to six. 
Tigers have made the game's only error, and Mickey Lolich is on the mound, ready to pitch the eighth inning. He's gone the distance. Thus far in the game, three runs all in the first inning. Mickey has given up six hits. He has hit a batter, struck out six, and walked only one. It'll be Javier, one for three. Boy, those plays earlier were flood, where Brock was out at the plate and thrown out stealing. Loom very large right now. Fred Lasher, a right-hander, and John Hiller, a left-hander, in the Tiger bullpen in case Lowlich falters here in the eighth inning. The sun is in hiding now, and the lights are on at the ballpark. 5-3 Detroit. Tigers lead for the first time today. The pitch coming, and Hooley swings and taps it off the end of the bat toward first. The ball is fielded by Lowlich, and safe at first as Javier legged it out. That was about as peculiar a base hit as you'll ever see, right down the foul line to the right side. Lolich got off the mound in good fashion, see, we and made the play as best he could, but Javier beat it out. Well, the ball was hit right on the end of his bat, but it was squirming. I thought for a minute that Lolich, you said he got over there and got over there in a hurry, made a great play on the ball to make it closer than he did. I was thinking for a minute that he may try to let the ball roll foul. But it's a base hit for Javier, starting things off in the eighth inning, and Kurt Flood's the hitter. Flood has one for three. He drove in the first run of this game in the first inning. Javier at first, with nobody out, eighth inning. Tigers lead 5-3. Lolich off the stretch. The pitch coming, and Flood takes the ball low inside. The Cardinals are not in the spot to do any running now. Lasher a right-hander, Hiller a left-hander, and the Tiger bullpen. hit was his second in the Cardinal seventh. The pitch to Flood. Swung on and ball hit up the middle and McCall with a great stop and a four shot. And Oilers upset head over heels by Javier. Fine play by McCulloch behind the back. Well, we keep saying this is the best ball game of the series. We have seen some real great plays in this series. A couple by McCulloch. We saw one by Cepeda. We've seen a couple of Mike Shannon. This is the way a World Series should be played. Oiler was looking for a play at first base. There was no chance with a speedy flood going down there. And by so looking, he waltzed right into Javier, who really upset him, but Oiler's okay. Ray is at shortstop. Third baseman work guarding the line as Cepeda steps in. Flood at first base and one gone. 5-3 Detroit, top of the eighth inning. Lolich hanging tough. The pitch coming and Cepeda swings and misses strike one. And Lolich still throwing hard. Threw that one right by him. Mike Shannon in the on-deck circle for the Cardinals who are hopeful of ending the series here today. Right now it doesn't look like it. Tigers battling back, trailing three games to one. See, we, even if they win, they have the prospect of going to St. Louis for the next two games. But that didn't dismay the Detroit ball club at all. Well, the one thing that, of course, they want to win this ball game, I know that Mayo Smith would like to have Earl Wilson ready to go in case they do win this ball game. He looked real sharp the other day, but I'm kind of wondering if he'll be able to come back after pulling a muscle in his right leg. Cepeda gets in and pounds the plate and waits for the next pitch from Mickey Lulich, who's out in front on the count 0-1. Blood a lead, a short lead at first. The pitch to Cepeda. Swung on and popped up to the right side. K-line coming over near the line. He gets there. He'll make the catch. Two out. The 
Turner didn't get around on the ball and fly to K-line. Just behind first base, near the foul line, two out, and Shannon is the big man for the Cardinals now. Shannon is up for three in the ballgame. Lolich, by the way, allowed quite a few home runs during the year, 23, but that has to happen when you work in this ballpark all year. Yes, it does. We've seen that. The ball carries and carries well. The wind usually flows out, and this is a hitter's ballpark. But Lolich has won 11 straight games in this ballpark. He's looking for his 12th win, and he's in a pretty good position right now, leading 5-3. Shannon waiting. The pitch coming. Foul and a half swing. There's another aspect to it. If Lolich gets out of this inning, he'll have the prospect of facing the tail end of the batting order in the ninth, and most of the Cardinal power on the bench is left-handed power. They do have right-handed hitters, but not with the long ball threat presented by a Maris or a Johnny Edwards. Two out here in the eighth. Runner at first. The pitch coming, and Shannon takes it high and away for a ball, one and one. Lovett pitched around an error in the fourth inning, trying to pitch around a tough break, scratch single by Javier to start this eighth inning. Cardinals scored three in the first. The Tigers two in the fourth. The Cardinals went behind as Detroit came up with three in the seventh inning. St. Louis batting in the eighth. The pitch to Shannon. High curve. Ball two. Two and one. deep around to the left for Shannon who during the year hit 15 home runs and led the Cardinals in RBI. In this game Lolich has retired him three times. Blooded first playing it cozy. Here's the pitch to Shannon on the way. Curve ground ball foul. Just outside third down into the Detroit bullpen and that would have put the die runs at second and third. Instead it evens up the count at two and two. The ball was fouled by about three feet outside third base. Two balls, two strikes. Lasher and Hiller still staying loose in the bullpen for the Tigers. Lolich has ideas of going the distance. Trying to get Shannon. The 2-2 pitch. Struck him out. Shannon went down swinging. The Cardinals leave a man on. The Tigers bat in their eighth inning. And the score now, Detroit 5, St. Louis 3. Inning. And I'm telling you, these Tiger fans are going mad. It looks like the Tigers that I've seen all year here today. Bottom half the eighth inning. The Tigers trying to add to that 5-3 to three lead they have. And starting off the inning, Bill Freehand. Jack? It's the bottom three in the Tiger order. Freehand, Wharton, Wallace against Ron Willis, the third Cardinal pitcher of the day. Freehand is 0 for 3 and 0 for 15. Slide out rather deep to left, slide to right, and forced a runner. He takes a strike call from Willis. The Cardinals in the ninth inning will have McCarver, Davis, and Maxville do up there. The pitch from Willis. Strike swinging. Strike two. Huey Reese and I are try to help Mayo Smith manage a little bit and we have decided that if there's a seventh game in St. Louis Mickey Lowish will pitch. I think we better leave it up to him, Jack. Okay. <laughs> umpire, the plate umpire, Doug Harvey, checks the baseball 
and gives a new one to Ron Willis. 0-2 the count to Freehand. Tigers with a three-run seventh, which they hope will hold up for them. The pitch on the way to the right-handed batter, and a swing and a miss, and Freehand still looks for his first series hit as he strikes out here to start the eighth inning, and the batter is John Wirt. No matter what Wirt does, Does. As soon as Lolich walks toward the play, we're going to be quiet and let you hear the Tiger fans and see what they think about their left-hander. One out here. They deliver the work. Right-handed batter. A line drive back to the pitcher for the out. Great play by Willis. There are two out, and here comes Mickey Lolich. responds with a standing ovation and Lolich grounds one to short. Short hops to Maxwell up with the ball and the eighth inning is over. Down in order go the Tigers to save you up for the ninth and going in the score is Detroit 5 and St. Louis 3. BFG Silvertown radio tires are available at BF Goodrich stores and dealers across the country. Well here we are in the top half of the ninth inning the last chance for the Cardinals. Mickey Lowley's going to try to make sure that they don't tie this ball game up or go ahead. The first hitter for the Cardinals will be Tim McCarver. And I think we're going to see a couple of pinches. Phil Gagliano is in the on-deck circle. He will hit for Ron Davis, and we may see a pinch hitter for Dow Maxwell. The top half the ninth inning. The Cardinals leading this ball game. I mean, the Tigers leading this ball game by a score of 5-3. to three. Tell you all about it, Jack Buck. Tigers get two pitchers ready in the bullpen. Fred Langer, a right-hander. John Hiller, a left-hander. And Nicky Lulich, who's allowed three runs all in the first inning on seven hits, pitches to McCarver, who's all for two with a walk. Left-handed pitcher, left-handed batter. Here we go in the ninth, and ball one low outside. Lulich has hit a batter. He has fanned seven and walked only one. Crowd quiet at the moment. But they'll roar with every out in this inning. Lulich delivers, and McCarver swings and misses. One ball, one strike. Gagliano in the on-deck circle, and Ed Spezio picks out a bat in the Cardinal dugout as Steve Carlton warms in the bullpen. The 1-1 to McCarver is on the way from the Tiger left-hander. Fastball, strike call, that's an Carver asked the plate umpire, was it low? Harvey said no, and Lolich still has 20 left. He's bringing it. Nobody on, nobody out. Top of the ninth. Tigers about hit the Cardinals. Nine to seven and lead five to three. Here's the pitch. Top foul back and out of play. Still one and two on Tim McCarver. A lot to talk about and write about and read about after this one is over. The most exciting game of the series by far. Tigers trying to get back into it, making three games to two in favor of the Cardinals. The pitch on the way to Tim McCarver, and it's swung on and a base hit to center. McCarver lines a single to center field, and the Cardinals are still alive here in the ninth inning with the tying run at the plate, so Gagliano. 
Soriano is the number one right-handed pinch hitter of the Cardinals, an infielder by trade. And here in the series, he's batting for the second time. A right-handed batter, not a real long ball threat, and he doesn't have good running speed, but he can handle the bat, go the opposite field, the pitch. Right call, Lolich gets out and caught. In the on-deck circle, is Ed Spezio. Then the pitchers do the bat, so the Cardinals need some help from the bench, and Lolich trying to get him out. Checks McCarver, pitches to the plate. Fly ball will be the first out. It's in the right center field, and it's going to be caught by Northrop. One out. Stanley playing center field now, and he caught the ball. As Northrop has gone to left, and Horton on the bench with Euler playing short. Stanley made the catch and a fly ball by Gagliano. And here batting for the first time in the series and hitting for Dow Maxville is Ed Spezio, S-P-E-Z-I-O. He is, more so than Gagliano, a home run threat. Roger Maris moves on deck, although it's a left-hander pitcher. all like Gagliano, is not extremely fast, so he could see a game-ending double play. On the other hand, he could hit it out of here and tie it up. It's 5-3 Detroit, ninth inning. McCarver at first, one out, the pitch. Curve, strike, call. Cezio looked at one. Lolich got it in there. Carver started the ninth with a base hit, his first of the day. The eighth for the Cardinals. A Tiger three-run rally in the seventh. Finds them on top. The pitch to Spezio on the way. Swung on, foul back. Strike two. Hit, he said, I hope that's the last time I bat in baseball. Unless Spezio hits into a double play, that will not have been the last time. The pitch to Spezio. Low inside. Barely missed. And Lolich knew where he was going with that pitch. I would say he had a pretty good idea. It was a real good pitch. It was not a wasted pitch. He was trying to get Spezio to fish a little bit, and it just missed low inside. Checks McCarver, runner at first, one out, the pitch to Spezio. Swung on and tapped foul off to the left. And the two will do battle again. Spezio, the young suit from Joliet, Illinois. Infielder, outfielder of the Cardinals. There's one out, we're in the top of the ninth inning. The Tigers are leading five to three, trying to win their second game of the series. And they're two outs away from so doing. In fact, they're one out and one strike away from doing that. McCarver, a safe lead. The pitch to Spezio. Curveball, foul tip. A foul ball. A lot of the fans thought that he had fanned, but the ball was at the feet of the catcher freehand. Spezio still alive. Last year in winter, lobbing the ball in the Tiger bullpen. Dick Schofield loosening up in the Cardinal bullpen in case the Cardinals go into the bottom of the ninth. Steve Carlton has warmed up numerous times, and he's still throwing out there which probably will keep him from pitching Wednesday, so it makes it Washburn for the Cardinals. McCarver at first, one out, one ball, two strikes to count. The pitch coming from Lolich. 
inside. And down. Two and two. Well, it's a tough job to come off the bench quickly and try to hit against a fellow like Lilich with the shadows as they are and the pressure as it is. Yes, it is. In all my years of playing, I didn't have an opportunity to do that too much. But you say coming off that bench cold would have to be a real tough job, and it's not a job too many people can do. Two and two on Spezio. Foul out of play to the right. Into the upper deck it goes to further add to the suspense here. Cardinals came to Detroit and won the first two games. Tigers were hopeful of taking advantage of their home park. Only here in the fifth game can they do so. And they lead 5-3, ninth inning. McCarver at first, one out. Two balls, two strikes on the pinch hitter. Spezio batting for Maxville. The pitch coming. Here it is. Swung on, fouled again. And Spezio continues to spoil those low-lit strikes. Jack talking about pinch hitters. The Tigers have one of the best in the game. A fellow by the name of Gage Brown. And during this... 1968 season, he only batted a cool 462. He had three home runs and 18 for 39. What a job. I'll say it was. We might see more of him in the series because of the Lolich job here and the K-line hit. The pitch on the way once more on two and two. Coming, swung on, fouled again. Fizio's getting a lot of cuts and he's spoiling those pitches, but maybe I don't think he's ever had a real good ball to hit, do you? Now that pitch right there was a good spot lower as I think he threw it exactly where it wanted. It was a fastball up and in on Spezio. And uh, as you said, he's fouling off that good pitch and he is hanging tough. Two balls, two strikes, quite a battle here. Mickey Lulich and Ed Spezio. McCarver at first, one out, ninth inning, five, three Tigers, the pitch. Swung on and fouled again, another foul ball. It drops at the feet of the catcher, freehand after hitting in his glove. Every catcher who ever played the game will tell you that the catcher has nothing to do with whether or not he catches those foul dips. It either goes into the glove or it doesn't. There's no chance to move the glove at all. So it's still two and two. Don Ward at third, near the line, guarding against the extra base hit. Northrop deep and left and near the track. Stanley in left center. Tiger infield looking for the double play ball. The 2-2 two -two pitch is on the way. Curve and a tap foul again, and Spezio has fouled a half dozen. has gone the distance in the ballgame. Walking only one. Allowed eight hits. Hit one. And fan seven. Spezio has fouled off seven pitches. And he waits for another 2-2 delivery. Cash playing behind McCarver at first. Here's the pitch. On the way. Swung on and a ground ball into left to base hit. McCarver plays it safe and stops at second base. He would have had no chance to advance, but he had no such idea as Spezio comes through with a base hit. And Roger Maris is going to bat with runners out at first and second, the tying runs. Dick Schofield comes into the ballgame. He'll run for Spezio, who really works for that base hit. Well, as we said, it's a tough job coming off the bench, especially on a kind of a chilly day like today. And Spezio fouled off six pitches, and quite a few of her good pitches by Mickey Lowish. Danny delivered a base hit in the left field, a big hit by Ed Spezio. Running for him at his first base, a fellow who's done a fine job for the Cardinals all year, Dick Schofield, down in the second, Tim McCarver, and Roger Maris, batting for the pitcher, Ron Willis. So Roger Maris' career is not over, as he hoped it would be, as of yesterday. He didn't think he'd play today. 
Here he is, pinch hitting. With the tying runs on base, top of the ninth, one man out, facing a left-hander, Mickey Lolich, Maris, the left-handed batter, as you know. The outfield plays and straight away, the infield still looking for the double play ball. The pitch to Maris, swung on and missed strike one. And even if he gets Maris, and if Maris avoids the double play, Lou Brock will be coming up. Well, the excitement remains here in the ninth inning at Tiger Stadium, Detroit, with the Tigers leading 5-3, ninth inning. Two on, two out for the Cardinals. Schofield carrying the tiny run at first base. McCarver's at second. Lolich pitches to Roger Maris. Up, ball on. Maris against the left-hander, Peewee. Well, not ordinarily go for the long ball, but in this situation, he might uh, feel obligated to try to get one into the seats. Usually, he'll go to left, and he's quite good at that. Well, that's how I remember Roger playing against him. Against left-handers, you have to shade a little bit to the right because he does hit the ball quite often off into the left field. The 1-1, one -one, a curve in there, called strike. Lolich changed up and drifted a curveball in there. Maris gave up on the ball, took a strike. Looked back at the umpire, said nothing. He's in the hole, one and two. McCarver at second. Schofield at first, and they're playing it cozy. The hits are even at nine apiece, but the Tigers lead 5-3. Lolich is ready. He has Maris set up. Steps off the rubber. Steps back on. Maris waits. Here it comes on one and two, and he struck him out. Maris chased the low pitch and became the eighth strikeout victim for Mickey Lolich. Who should be coming up now? Lou Brock, who has three out of four against Lolich. The other time, it is Freemer at the second baseman who throw him out. And I suppose, Steve, no matter who you're rooting for, and it's only right and proper that Lolich battle Brock here in this situation. I would say so. Bill Freehand went out to tell Mickey Lolich. I'm sure exactly how he wants Brock pitched. How they pitched in the day, I don't believe it's been right. Double, a single, and a double, and he had a line drive his last time up there. Lou Brock facing Mickey Lowley. Two men away, but in the top half of the ninth inning with the Cardinals trailing five to three. Tying runs at first and second. First pitch, Lowlich to Brock coming. Swung on, fouled out of play down to the left field corner, and that's what Brock was looking for. He's capable, see, we have hitting the ball out in any direction in this ballpark. I saw him hit the ball, and... Dodgers Stadium about two weeks ago when we were doing the Cardinals and the Dodgers game in the left center it was 408 feet to left center and he had a line drive there and the ball is not supposed to carry and Dodgers Stadium this fella can hit him out of any park anywhere. He's hitting 555 in the series with three hits today but Lolich is out in front of him with a strike one count. The Tiger left-hander delivers low pops out of the glove of free hand and it's one and one. Freehand, see, we tried to catch that ball off the part of the glove near the wrist to help get the call from the umpire and therefore dropped it. Trying to pull it in a little bit, huh? <laughs> Runners at first and second. There are two men out in the ninth inning. High free, the Tigers lead, and we wait for the 1-1 delivery. It's coming. Brock swings and hits it back to the pitcher. The Tigers win. Tigers 5, the St. Louis Cardinals 3, back to the